listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 42 on Ed Reach. What is gamification, and can it be harmful to your health? This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, March 3rd, 2012. Ed Gamer is part of the Ed Reach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big, non-harmful to your health voice. That's always nice. Yay. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. Jerry, I think I'm getting faster at reading that and better. <laughs> I am Zach. I am Jerry. Jerry? <laughs> yes. Who are you? My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I am your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Jerry? Mm-hmm. How you doing? Good. I met a lot of social studies language arts teachers today. We're cool. Mm-hmm. You're all We're right. Proud. People. Huh? You're uh, all right, people. We're all right. Uh, I don't know about the middle school part of that, you know, the language <laughs> arts, social studies, and middle school. Yeah. It's always, always fun. We're a different breed. Mm-hmm. Or a different breed. So anything crazy this week? Other you you've been involved in ice. I did. I did first day of ice today. It was yep. uh, you survived. Yep. Another day of ice tomorrow. Doing some some virtual world stuff. It was fun to show off this year because we finally got to show off, you know, how it could all be done in a in a high school. So a lot of people watch it and then they want to do it, you know, and they get all excited. It's fun to talk to them about. So yeah. And I'm quite jealous because I wish I was up there. Because I know a lot of our EdReach folks are up there, and it'd be nice to spend some time with them. But I think this summer, though, um, I think in August, talking about a little EdReach summit thingy doohickey. Nice. Get together. So I think it's top secret, so I don't know if I should say anything. Yeah, top secret. Top secret. And there were a lot of listeners, too. Ran into some some Ed Gamer How many is a lot, Jerry? Two. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Two. Well, but they that's really 100% nice. more than last year. Yeah. 100% more. Sorry, 200% more than last year, right? Yeah. 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 They're awesome. Good people. Well, you know, come on, guys. Uh, if you're at ICE, well, I guess you're not going to hear this. It's <laughs> too late. Back. Yep. If you have a time machine, you need to go back in time <laughs> and stop by and say hi to Jerry. I guess that'd be that'd be good. So um, I ran into an ar- article and sure. uh, first, our first one here called The Dangers of Gamification. Mm. And this is from, and uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, but Larry, uh, f- yeah, Larry Ferlazzo. For Bless you. Yeah, for Larry Ferlazzo. Um, he is, if I remember correctly, because I've been following him for a while, Bald. he's a high school teacher. I think he teaches social studies. <laughs> and um, he's got a lot of good things on his website and he has an english website so i don't maybe it's not so size so i don't know but he's he's got a lot of stuff um some of the things on his let's see the eight the top eight the best list so best web- websites for learning about martin luther king hmm. earthquake in haiti uh, web 2.0 Yes, he's done some soul studies. yes the best soul studies websites he's done some of those and I, i've really enjoyed Looking at those, and I've been looking at them for a while now, cool. for probably a couple of years. So he put this article out there. It's called The Dangers of Gamification and Education. Mm-hmm. And the first thing 
I guess we need to define is what is gamification and Jerry? Well, according to the ever reliable Wikipedia, gamification is the use of game design techniques and mechanics to enhance non-games. Typically, gamification applies to non-game applications and processes in order to encourage people to adopt them or to influence how they are used. So, chores. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, you give allowance or money for your kids, and, you know, you do chores. Here's here's what you got. Um, a lot of businesses have really gone to this, too. Oh, yeah. And, and we've even talked about it. You know, we've talked about the experience points that we've kind of have kind of you know, used in my classroom. Now, I think I go a little bit more in depth with my experience points than just saying, oh, you brought a pencil to class. I give you an experience point. No, it's <laughs> a little a little bit more involved than that. But um, as we're as we're reading this, there's I, I think he's just taking it. He's just kind of throwing some um, ideas out there. Is that what it looks like? Yeah. Random, not random, but, you know, ideas about gamification taking them from different sides mm -hmm. and, and looking at that. Um, he read an article in the San Francisco Chronicle talking about Zamzi, which is basically, um, it's kind of like chores or having your kids do certain tasks. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, they get points and those points can be turned into currency of some type, maybe gift cards to certain um, places. Uh, I'd like Best Buy. And so you can um, – this. so that is – am I reading that right? That's basically – Yeah, 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 I would agree. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm trying to – I'm looking through this article here. It's kind of all over the place, not in a in a bad way. It's just – Just trying to throw in some things together to get a discussion going. Yeah, so I keep starting my own discussions in my head here. Right. Um, captured your mind though, wasn't it? Yeah, the – bit about him yeah about the persons he mentions yeah he talks about um talks about using you know gamification and and okay so this isn't a big problem when rewards and points are applied to rote work like chores and brushing your teeth after all there's little worry of making those things less engaging and then he goes into a quote by the author <laughs> dan pink yeah that's good that's funny though yeah um dan pink the author of the book drive the surprising truth and what motivates us uh the art community knows him by a book that was uh, why right braiders will rule the world, which is actually a really great book. Um, but in Drive, he talks about different kinds of motivation. And so he says, uh, Dan Pink has pointed out that studies show when a task rises to the level of even rudimentary cognitive skills above anything above mechanical task, incentives start to work in reverse. Greater rewards, including higher pay, lead to poorer performances with things like creative tasks. I... Um, that is a tiny quote from his book. And I, I, I'm trying to understand the quote, the yeah, point, first it, of all, here. It's really poorly used. Here's what Dan Pink does. He, he, he gives really good, complex quotes like that, and then he'll spend like a chapter and a half giving you some of the best real-life examples um, of why that's true. So just using the quote is kind of – it's almost, you know, I don't know. It probably makes sense to you if you've read the book. Right. Um, but not as much if you haven't. I think that was maybe a poor place for that. So if you do, if you use this gamification for simple things, then you hurt its use when you try to do something that's creative. 
Um, I think what he's saying here is that by giving all these extrinsic rewards, you lead to poorer performances with things like right with things like creative tasks because what it does is just turn you into into a machine simply going for the ex- extrinsic rewards and not not forcing you to think outside the box at all okay or to really do or, anything else or maybe expecting too much well in, in the okay I get so much in return for doing a simple task. But man, when I do something super creative, I better have something even higher. Exactly. Yeah. Higher reward. And see, I, I I could see that as a problem. I don't. Yeah. So that that's that's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can get deep in there. So, yeah, that's. Um, there was another article that he kind of threw in there. It says in, in subsequent web search, I found another useful article called Three Reasons Not to Gamify an Education," mm-hmm. and it said three things to consider. It talks about intrinsic motivation. Um, it said rewards can be helpful in getting your classroom organized, but at the end of the day, teachers are responsible for helping students become intrinsically motivated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just another token economy. Um, we now have the hardware to kick gamification up a notch, but the basic principles of gamification in the classroom follow a long-standing history of token economy. So, man, it's just a lot. So, um, it says, reflecting on Mashable's article on gamification, highlighting some of the complexities behind slapping on badges without pensive understanding by the teacher and student about what actions or skills the bad actually rewards. The, yeah. So, here's 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 one problem that I, I am seeing. Um, and the la- last one here, three, the third one, sorry, psychologically undermining. So I think that's kind of getting into the other um, aspect. So he was talking about ticket systems, badges. I I really think part of this is that we're adding this gamifying, you know, gamification to a classroom setting. But we really don't – we want the quick – people always want the quick fix, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, I give badges. I'm giving rewards. But you're not really understanding the reasons behind why you would do that, and possibly you're not giving the reward in the proper manner. You're you're simplifying something that can be very complex and not making the connections properly. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think you're you're hitting it on the head there. Really don't even know what I said, but you know. But you're right. But I'm right. By golly, I'm right. I think it's, and I'm taking, you know, because I use games in the classroom, but I have goals in mind before I even start those games. So like civilization, you know, at the beginning of the year when I started looking at, you know, the main areas which are part of the Illinois state standards, and there's five, but I've kind of molded them into four. Mm-hmm. You know, when I talk about uh, culture, civics, people, and geography. And at the beginning of the year, you know, I pre-assessed for their understanding of those themes, and then the categories underneath those, which really go into the the beginnings of of the creation of civilization. And so, my goal of playing the game Civilization is so they can see how those those areas are needed and how they are used in order to build a civilization and how to make it successful. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know what, what I'm really saying here, Jerry. It's just that I think mind. I think I just have a little deeper understanding of how games work and yeah. and how to implement them maybe a little bit more effectively than somebody that has never really done this before and they start slapping rewards and badges on there. They might have experience of of rewarding their kids with uh, allowance for doing chores, and now they're trying to do the same thing with the kids in the classroom. Yeah, and I think what you're finding is that the reward is not supposed to be the end product. Right. That's that's kind of that's what it's turning yes, into. Yes, that's a great. That's a. I like that. I like that because in in the case of playing Civilization, the kids want to win the game. Right. They're not. It, so they're not. I don't know. Maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe I said that totally wrong. Did I say that right? They well, want to, It's intrinsic, but they they're looking for the different methods of how to create that civilization properly and to be successful. Mm-hmm. And they're also, and maybe, is that bad? Is they're also learning as they, uh, they're learning things that they don't necessarily know that they're learning along the way. I'm really mumbling now, Jerry. No, no, I think, but I think that's because this is confusing. You know, I think, <laughs> and I, I'm not helping it. <laughs> no, I think this is where gamification gets lost, though, because it's a, it's a good concept. It's like PBIS. It's like. We want you to do good things, and we want to reward you for doing good things, and we want you to know that you're going to get a reward for doing good things. But <clears throat> what are you rewarding? Are you are you rewarding actual behaviors? Are 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 you are you teaching new behaviors, or are you just teaching kids to do do certain things to get a reward? You know what I mean? Yeah. That that oh, that's okay. That's that's that just throws. You know something like PBIS on its head. Yeah, which you know is hard because sometimes it works. You know, so I don't want to be that down on it, but but you, you should have a soul. Yeah, <laughs> you should yeah. have a soul, right? And should want to help out other people. And if you don't have a soul, we're going to corrupt you, and you're always going to want some type of reward in order to do <laughs> something good. Yeah, because that's a <clears throat> that's a that's where. You know Dan Pink goes goes through in that book, and I'll have to review that chapter. Maybe we can come back to it. I uh, I, I should have looked it up sooner. But that's where that's where he talks about you you lose the deeper skill because of uh, of a you know a false motivation, and how like in this third part where they say the kids can see through a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I don't, man. I don't know. That really, that really gets me thinking about, you know, of course, PBIS. Really gets me thinking about the experience point system that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, am I totally using that properly? And that's a good question. Hmm. It makes me, it makes me think. I, you know, I, I'm giving them experience points for, um, you know, there are some rudimentary tasks. Um, you know, you've completed something. So, you know, because I've looked at it more like a game in, in, in retrospect, you know, okay, you've completed a task. Well, that's so many experience points. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And then, you know, then I would add more points for doing that task at a higher level. Hmm. And right? what do they get to do with the points? There's rewards. <laughs> There's rewards. So we have we have our own little money system, um, you know, and uh, with on our team. 
Um, I've also done some, you know, free time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it, it, there's different things that I've come up with for rewards, and it's it makes me wonder: Am I actually? I'm probably harming my children. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, as it was, we said, can it be harmful to your health? Well, I'm probably, you know, messing up a generation of children. But, you know, <laughs> congratulations, by the way. Thanks. Uh, um, it takes took a lot of work. <laughs> but, but I think there's some things that can be said about the complexities of earning the points. Like, do you are, are you giving a kid points for washing his hands after he goes to the bathroom? Well, um, I can't tell if they do because I don't have a bathroom <laughs> in my classroom, so I hope they do. And the red light above the door doesn't flash when they walk out. <laughs> what? That's a, far, that's a far side cartoon. Okay. Yeah. The right, <laughs> where the kids walk in, you know, the people walk into the bathroom and the light would turn on when, when somebody walked out and they didn't wash their hands. <laughs> so that was a far side cartoon. I love oh, the first Gary one. Larson. Yeah, you see? Awesome. Okay, so yes, I don't know if they would do that. But, you know, like I said, completing a task and, um, you know, working on something. So I'm probably I'm probably messing them up. So, you know, but it's those are those are lower points than what a, you know, completing. Okay, you completed the task, but then I grade it. I look at it. Okay. Oh, you know what? You did really well in this. You have a high understanding. So that translates into higher experience points. Mm-hmm. So I think that motivation is is good to where you know they want to do their their work at a higher level. Yeah. But I'm also giving experience points for completing some of that stuff too. And I think uh, maybe rewarding at a point where it's not consistent all the time. Like, like I just picture the kid that gets a, you know, reward once for holding a door open and doing a nice gesture when somebody's yeah. about to drop something, as opposed to giving a kid a, a, you know, a reward every single time they open a door, because then they're just running around looking for doors to open. So you're saying doing it randomly is that is that a Dan Pink thing, too? I, I don't think that's a Dan Pink thing. I'm thinking it's that's just a logical uh, yeah. Jerry. Jerry that's just, that's a Jerry James thing. That's that's an awesome one. <laughs> you're 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 awesome. I think so. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So doing it randomly, not having it all the time, I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And I'm totally random as it is, so I haven't been as consistent <laughs> some of those things. So it probably worked out. So my my lack of um, organization has probably helped save these kids. See, now you're saving children. I'm saving them. Not ruining. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know where we spun that out of control. But I'm not I'm even sure, sure where I am. Rip us apart when <laughs> I listen to this and go, you are totally wrong. And yes, you are totally messing up your kids. Yeah. Oh, there's a, a PBIS committee is going to just take us down. You know, there I I don't know. There's I there's good parts to it and there's bad. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. We are rewarding kids for doing things they should be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I can I see both sides. Okay, moving on because my brain is fried from from that one, and I don't know if we ever I don't know if we ever answered a question or solved anything on that. <laughs> I'm not sure we did, but I don't I don't think we did. Okay, so um, real quick, we talked about the PS Vita. Mm-hmm. Hasta hasta la vita. 
uh, PS Vita, baby. Okay, uh, that was last week's show. Says the first nine gaming apps show PS Vita's wider potential. So this article from CNN Tech, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever, you know, put a. Um, oh, we've pulled one from CNN Tech. Mm-hmm. I think they've kind of grown a little bit. Well, you have now. I have now. Um, so they talk about how Netflix is on here, Twitter, uh, Flickr. So it just it just shows that. Oh, of course. It's not CNN Tech. It's Ars Technica, which I'm sure is owned by CNN. Sorry, I just noticed that at oh. the bottom of the page. It's like, I oh, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Ars Technica. Okay, so it just shows that there's other possibilities for the PS Vita and maybe having apps, but I don't know how you're going to compete against Android. or. Yeah, you know, isn't that exactly what I said I didn't want it to do? <laughs> yeah, you did. I just, I just want it to be a gaming machine. Like, Games. stop competing with my phone. When I have to choose which device I want to watch Netflix on, it kind of gives me a headache. I love Netflix. I love Netflix too. I love Netflix. Um, oh, for the I mean, I think we've mentioned it before. Um, you know, the two two things I'm really watching on Netflix right now mm-hmm. would be Deep Space Nine. I'm on season five because I started watching that again, nice. which I think is the best Star Trek out of all the series. And um, and then uh, the IT crowd. Did you ever start watching that? We talked about that. No, I have not started. I, oh, my goodness. You know what? I'm terrible. I need to watch Yeah, we have TV. talked about them before, but yeah. you need to. You really need to watch it. If you need to stop taking master's classes. Yeah, why would you want to educate yourself? In- <sighs> it's getting in the way of my TV habits. TV. DVR. Okay, first, so the PS Vita. So mm-hmm. we got that one. That's that's marked off our list. And the last one for tonight, which is actually, we're taping Thursday for Saturday. Which is a terrible idea, which is why we confused ourselves. What's that? Because we're recording on a Thursday night. Yeah, and our voices are fading. <laughs> it's my fault. I'll have you know. We all know, Jerry. Okay, you're blocking, you're blocking, oh, there you go. Okay, so, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. I just wanted to bring this up because I uh, uh, finally uh, got the game and started playing. I found out that one of my students, mm-hmm. uh, I think she's playing it, her brother or brothers are playing it, her father's playing it, and if I, I don't even, her mom might be <laughs> playing it too. She's a Star Wars fan also. And... Um, yeah, so they're all playing. So I started playing this with my friend Justin, which we should have him on again, and he can talk. We can talk a little bit about the Star Wars game. But I, I'd love to get Lucas Gillespie on too, because oh, Lucas, I haven't heard from Lucas in forever. That's you know, it's not like us teachers are busy or anything. <laughs> and you know, he uses World of Warcraft. Well, I thought that this one, I thought Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic, which is the um, massive multiplayer game. I thought this could be the next game that could be used within the classroom, also, and it seems it seems to have a pretty good story, and I'm I'm enjoying. It. And that's that's one part of the game that actually people are ripping is that there's not a, there's not enough uh, fighting, um, there's too much story in it, and I'm thinking, okay, well for me, I think that's quite enjoyable. <laughs> I think I think Lucas would get a kick out of that also because there's too much story. Which could lead to creative writing and, and other things within the classroom. Nice. Um, I'm also, another piece of news, um, my classroom set of iPads should be showing up next week. Wow. So I'm still kind of concerned because I, 
as I mentioned before, we talked to Meg Wilson uh, from MacReach, mm-hmm. and you know we had concerns about class sets of iPads rather than individual ones because of being able to create something um, maybe using Pages and uh, the word like the word document, um, the word app, which is called Page. You understand that, Jerry, right? I understand. Yeah, and having that on the iPad, but somebody else using that iPad too, mm-hmm. also. And trying to figure out, and as far as I know right now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to use the the mail um, application within the iPad itself. That could mm. be a problem. Interesting. So I'm kind of concerned and yet excited at the same time. Good for you. It's a good thing to be. Good bit thing to be what? Concerned and excited. Yeah. It's kind of like a yin-yang. Yeah. You know, a Buddhist thing. Hmm. Buddhism is very beautiful by the way just thought i'd let you know <laughs> that's hey. the most random thing you've ever said <laughs> really yeah i've said some really random things. i don't know that was just completely out of nowhere yeah it's uh well when you teach about these things and you learn about them and you talk to people it's buddhism has a lot of similarities between many faiths that many of our listeners might follow and even if you're not a follower i'm really getting random now it's it's still a nice <laughs> thing Thank you for listening to this week's Head Gamer Podcast. We're also your spiritual leaders. Uh, <laughs> we're your robot overlords. Uh, thank you for this <laughs> listening to this week's Head Gamer Podcast. Please follow us on Reach.us. And also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the Reach Network. Have a great week. Please remember, Buddhism's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I, threw, I really threw you off with that, didn't I? <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, good night.